Welcome to another Tennessee Holler Hour. I am the founder of the Holler, Justin Canu. We're at tnholler.com is where you can find us at the TN Holler. On Twitter and Facebook, we also have hollers all throughout the state, and that's all thanks to your support. So chip in a few bucks monthly if you can. That's really what keeps us going and growing. Today we have a really special show, Grave Injustice, that's going on in East Tennessee, Sullivan County. Everybody has by now heard of critical race theory, which has been made famous by all of these people who seem to think that it's in our schools when it isn't, don't really know what it is, want to basically ascribe everything they hate to it. It has already claimed a victim here in Tennessee. Coach Matthew Hahn is here with us. He's also joining us with Kyla Janae Lacey, who wrote and performed an incredible spoken word poem that Coach Hahn shared that was a big part of why he is caught up in this. So hello to both of you. Good morning. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, Justin. Coach, how are you feeling? Take me back to like, how surprised were you when this first started to happen? You know, I'm a little uh, overwhelmed. This is a, a very, very new experience. Kyle and I have talked about it. I was not expecting this at all. I'm just trying to take it, you know, one day at a time and stay positive. You know, I, I still expect to be teaching whenever the results come out in October, you know, up until that point, stay near my friends and family and how I felt when that, when this happened, I was shocked. I could not believe it. So Kyla, when did you hear that this furor was going on and that you were caught up in it? Did it take you by surprise? Yeah, I was actually, I was at a friend's house and somebody had sent me the article Instagram in June and I was like really taken aback. I mean, I knew the poem had kind of already had legs of its own by that point. It was definitely surprising that somebody had gotten fired over it. I was trying to get people fired up not fired. <laughs> That's really well said. So coach, your hearings, watch some of it. We streamed a lot of it on the holler so people can feel mm -hmm. free to go find the stream. It was three days of hearings over this firing, but what they seem to focus on quite a bit was the profanity. Can you talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that part of it and if you think that's really the issue here, or is it more about your views of the world, so to speak, I'll call them progressive, even though you generally yeah. don't label them. No, I, especially in class, you know, I, I try not to label anything as conservative or liberal. You know, I want my students to evaluate every claim independently from one another. I've said this before, and, you know, I felt like I was just introducing a powerful piece of art, like To Kill a Mockingbird. And her poem is a very, very powerful piece of art. You know, I've seen it now. I don't, I don't know how many times and I get sucked into it. Great piece of work. You know, I don't know what they, you know, how they are uh, dealing with this, but um, you know, it's kind of hard to ignore the external political factors surrounding all this. I think that's, yeah. that's fair to say, you know, and, and watching the hearings, it seemed like they were talking about that there was no counterpoint to it. But as Kate Craig, who's in the area said, is there really a conservative counterpoint to anti-racism? When you're talking about fighting against racism, Kyla, I want to ask you, like, what do you think about that? You know, should he be required to bring up a counterpoint when the issue you're dealing with seems to be so clearly good versus evil? Well, a lot of times, like the whole point of white privilege is like, that whiteness is the default experience for a lot of people. And so when it's your default, you know, you become desensitized to how prevalent it is. The fact is that actually my poem was the counterpoint to so many things that were already being taught. Mm -hmm. Laura Ingram, she had called it anti-racist 
propaganda. That's their people. You know, it's Fox News. But since it's anti-racism, the opposite of that, I don't, I mean, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I would gather it's racism. Yes, that would seem to be. Coach, how do you feel about that? Yeah. No, I mean, that's exactly right. You know, I I teach in a 98 or 99% white school district. You know, 75% of our county voted for Donald Trump. And so, you know, what I try to do in my class is bring them different perspectives. She has a great perspective. Well, and that was something that came up a lot in the hearings. Your students were asked via Zoom, A, if they share your viewpoints and B, if they felt respected in class and almost to a person. I mean, I I didn't watch every single one, but even the ones that disagreed with you politically said they felt respected and that their viewpoint was given as much weight in class. Is that something that you set out and tried to do? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what my students' political viewpoints are. That That's not something that I ask them. I've never graded a student on an idea that we discuss in class, their belief in an idea that we discuss in class. I keep my political views out of the conversation. I have such a good relationship with students that a lot of times after class, they will come up and say, hey, what do you think about this? And I'll say, well, okay, this is my, this is what I think. But in class, I'm just sort of a a mediator or a moderator to the discussion that we're having. That sounds like what a good teacher should be doing. Frankly, when I was watching this and hearing about the class, I was wishing that I could have taken the class. I wish I had a class like that. And I think a lot of the kids expressed that. One was asked, how would you feel if you had him again? And she was like, it's great. And she wasn't even a liberal or Democrat or whatever they want to say. I want to do one thing here. The article that Tanahisi Coates wrote that you shared, the first white president. The point of the article was what, coach? The reason why I assigned it was just yeah. to give these students a different perspective. We discussed before about the 2016 election and my students are very bright. They said Russian interference. He's a good businessman. He's a good politician. And I'm a big fan of Tanahisi Coates. Uh, I've followed his career for a while. And I think he's an important voice that we need to listen to, just like Kyla. What I wanted to do with the article was just to introduce those students to his perspective and so we could discuss it. Uh, Unfortunately, we never got to do that. And Kyla, I wanted to ask you about the poem itself. When did you write it and and sort of what was the impetus for it? I wrote it in 2014. It was a lot in terms of the writing process, but a part of it was written when I was in my head. I was driving down the road, grew up in Seminole County, Florida, and I grew up about 20 minutes west of where Trayvon Martin was murdered. And so this was two years after the George Zimmerman trial. Like I literally knew one of the witnesses of the trial. That's how Hmm. intimate it was. You know, just growing up, a lot of my experience in a predominantly white school, I always say like a lot of the teachers didn't like the fact that their brightest student was their darkest student. You know, just experiencing things in life or, you know, people kind of you know, just second guessing me simply because of the way that I looked, you know, just a lot of experiences of other people that I knew, you know, it was just kind of a a thing I never would have imagined, you know, I would be here today. Like it was just a poem that I felt, I felt passionately about the subject. And, and actually there is a a woman that I went to high school with who I put all of my assets into the fact that she's a Trump supporter. Yeah, she's a Trump (laughs) supporter. You know, a lot of the people that I I went to school with don't think 
that because they are outwardly racist, that they have racist views or, you know, right. potentially biased viewpoints. And something happened, but I ended up writing a paragraph and she was so offended. Well, a, a status and she was so offended. And I was just like, a lot of the people I grew up with think that if you ignore racism, then it goes away. Like if you ignore cancer, it goes away, I guess. But because they don't have to experience it, they don't know what it feels like. So those were kind of all of the things that were happening at the time that I wrote the poem. And I didn't even, you know, perform it really until about a year and a half later. Coach, Sullivan County obviously is a predominantly white, to say the least, area. Are you presenting these viewpoints because they don't exist there? I present these viewpoints to sort of give these students different perspectives. You know, a, a perspective like Kyla's is something that, you know, we don't see around here a lot. Broaden their horizons and two, just to help develop an understanding. But it's also something that I think they might be interested in and that we could get a good discussion from a tool of teaching. If I think the students are really going to sink their teeth into something, we'll have a, a good class discussion. Absolutely. Just like her poem, which I think we're getting a lot of requests for you to play that. We learned your French. That's a good idea. We learned your English. We learned your Spanish. We learned your Dutch, your Portuguese, your German. You learned our nothing. You called us stupid. That's white privilege. And I'm sure it probably hurts for you to hear those two words, kind of like gunshots and explosions from those commissioned to protect you with whisking past your ears. What is white privilege? It is the only five decades of legal acknowledgement expected to correct 400 years of white transgression. It's crack versus cocaine. Blacks receiving almost 20% longer sentences for the same exact offenses of white, for instance. A black man without a record is less likely to get a job than a white felon world. Maybe it's because we're lazy and we don't work hard enough. Like, what the fuck? 400 years in the same field literally is an incredible resume builder. It's just a machine gun spray of truth bombs. And, you know, everybody should watch the whole thing. It's called White Privilege. Search Kyla's name on YouTube and you'll find it. Fire right there. And yes, there were some cursing. I'm told that you had a mute button in your hand for a lot of that. Do you feel like this would be happening if the anti-critical race theory Fuhrer was not going on in our country right now? I don't know that for a fact, but it really is hard to ignore. I was dismissed the same day that bill, the anti-CRT bill, passed the Tennessee Senate. Me being a contemporary issues teacher, and I am you know, aware, uh, try to be as aware as I possibly can about what's happening in our state, in our region, in our world, in our country. I knew that that bill was happening. So yeah, it, 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 it's hard to ignore. Kyla, I know how I feel about this. How do you feel about this? I think Matt is taking a more diplomatic approach. <laughs> yeah, me I too. Would, I'm more intimately uh, acquainted with some of the reactions to the poem uh, over time, over the last few years. I personally think it wasn't the language. I mean, if you look at their required reading, it wasn't the language. It was not like it was middle schoolers or or elementary kids, it was high schoolers. And if you think high schoolers haven't heard every one of those words and don't say them on a regular basis, then you are completely delusional or intellectually dishonest. The timing of this can't be written off as a coincidence. Too difficult to write that off. You can't write that off, the timing of it. Coach, where are things now? Is there anything anybody can do to help here? We are waiting on the hearing officer to make a decision. Will happen around October 10th or 11th. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm currently unemployed 
I mean, I'm suspended without pay. My sisters and my friends started to go fund me. So if, if people want to help, um, they can share this story, share my story. And hopefully, you know, other teachers won't have to go through this. Well, that right there, Kyla, seems to be the whole point of this. It's the chilling effect on other teachers who dare to share a Kyla Janae Lacey poem or a ta Coates article or, you know, tell the truth about our history. And so that's critical race theory ban, they, quote unquote, that was passed here. It doesn't even mention critical race theory. And if you look one by one through the items in it, you could sort of say, okay, it's not that big a deal. But the overall point of these laws and this conversation is that chilling effect. Would, would you agree with that, Kyla? Well, you know, when, so when everything went down, one of the first things, I think the very first conversation Matt and I had was he told me like he didn't know, you know, like his version of how history was taught, of how the Civil War was taught was it was taught as a, I think he said, a noble cause. Interesting to see the perspective of history being taught as if having slaves was some sort of benevolence, being the descendant of slaves and, and having that be the experience that I live as. Like, that's totally wild to even, you know, just hear that that is how somebody was taught. Is that something that you feel like needs to be guarded against is the way history is taught in Tennessee? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I believe Dr. Cox said, you know, you can teach white privilege. Well, under this new law or new bill, you can't, you can't teach that anymore. You know, I, I think we need to incorporate more people like Kyla and ta Coates into our curriculum. Absolutely. You were quoted as saying that white privilege is as much a fact as the Pythagorean theorem, which I thought was a really good line, something that I completely yeah. agree with. But it's one that people have a hard time hearing that, Kyla. Like these wh white people, especially the ones we live among here in Tennessee, they don't want to hear that white privilege. And, and a big part of that is because, you know, not all of them are wealthy. You know, they've faced struggles. So they feel like what they're hearing is, oh, because I'm white, I must be rich. But it's not just about that, right? It's about other parts of the human experience that they don't really seem to want to acknowledge. It's about the fact that your whiteness is not the reason why you're poor. You know, there are other factors, there's class, but your race does not take away from opportunities for you. The thing about privilege, like I always say, everybody wants privilege. Privilege is the reason why luxury brands exist. But just because, you know, you have privilege doesn't make you a bad person. I have privilege. There are, are many people who have privilege, but it doesn't make you a bad person, doesn't take away from any experience that you have. But to just completely not acknowledge its realness is it doesn't make sense. This is literally 400 years of, of white existence being the default. We have to assimilate in, in terms of we have to know about white culture. White culture doesn't have to know about us. Right. That's really well said. This is a real thing. Marsha Blackburn's obviously making hay with critical race theory, the critical race theory law, you know, and it's, it's just, it's not in our schools. I, I said that in a mm -hmm. school board meeting this week that went viral and was on like good morning America and stuff, but like people need to hear that critical race here is not in our schools. Not, you know, they're now atta no. attacking diversity, equity, and inclusion, which should be in our school and is not critical right. race theory. So a lot of things are getting jumbled up. Mm -hmm. Matthew, just like as we let you go here, how, how are you feeling and where are you hoping that this goes next? And, you know, what do you have to say to maybe some of the people who are watching this, maybe not on your side? I would just ask that they trust teachers to do the right thing. You know, I have a, a long career impacting students and 
uh, being fair to students and just let us do our job. Like we know what we're doing, where we're going to go after this. You know, there, there are a lot of people reaching out to talk to uh, Kyla and me. I'm thankful for that opportunity. I've got a new friend and in, in Kyla Janae Lacey. So that's pretty cool. Still keeping in contact with uh, Jenny McCoy, my lawyer and, the, and my um, Uniserve rep, Harry uh, Farthing. And the TEA has been wonderful. My teacher's union, I got a shout out to them. They were absolutely fantastic and supportive. We're hopefully going to raise awareness through this. And look, I have a very, very good support system, but this still isn't fun. You know, th this is still not somewhere that I thought I would be, you know, if going out and talking about these things and showing people that, Hey, teachers, we're, you know, we're decent people. We're good people. We, we love your kids. We love your students. Uh, let us do our job. Then, then hopefully uh, another teacher won't have this happen to them. Coach, are you planning on staying in Sullivan County? Is there any thought to like go teach somewhere else? You know, I plan on being back October 12th. That's my plan right now. You know, I, I love Northeast Tennessee. I love Sullivan County. I'm a product of Sullivan County schools, but you know, there is a very real possibility that they, that may not happen. I'm aware of that. And that it's scary. Kyla, there's a couple people making this decision right now. If you could say something to them, what would it be? Well, one of the things that I, I really thought about when I was sitting there defending my work of art called white privilege in front of a bunch of old white men, how meta that was, right? Like the irony. And then not only that, I was sworn to, to tell the truth about why not telling the truth is important. So I just kind of thought those those things were really interesting. You know, you have to think, if people learn about your truth and they don't like it, what does that say about your truth? You know, this continuous attempt to cover up a, a pretty sordid past. The past doesn't go away simply because you you wrote it out of history books. And I guess there's this some attempt to make a void or completely cover up things and say, you know, because whenever there's a conversation, it's, oh, these conversations stoke division. Um, have you looked around? You never solve problems by pretending they don't exist. Absolutely. And that's something that I hope our legislators hear, the ones who refuse to move that KKK grand wizard bust out of our capital for so long, the ones like Rep. Mike Sparks, who refuses to acknowledge that the Civil War was even fought over slavery, the ones like Justin Lafferty, who treated the three-fifths compromise like a positive. These are all people that need to hear uncomfortable truths and I would absolutely love somebody like Justin Lafferty to tell me I'm three-fifths of a person to my yeah. face yeah I don't think he would do that thank you guys so much for doing this coach you know I'm sorry this is happening to you I hope it has a happy ending it should have a happy ending if those people that are making that decision were actually listening to the students that were talking about this in the right. hearings who this should be about then they will do the right thing, exonerate right. you, and get you back in a classroom sooner rather than later. Coach, thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Justin. This, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. And Kyla, everybody go watch Kyla's poetry. And I'm sure there's more of it out there that I just haven't yeah, seen yet. It's on uh, Juan Poetry, W-A-N Poetry, uh, YouTube. That's actually the YouTube channel. But shout out to them. Shout out to my great friend, Amir, who's uh, ahead of that and does all the filming. So looking forward to it. Stay in touch and come back soon. Okay. Thank all you right. so much for having Thank me. Thank you, Justin. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for what you're doing. All right. So that's coach Han and Kyla really appreciate what he's going through. This anti CRT stuff has just been 
really ugly to watch. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to make teachers uncomfortable for teaching the real truth. And so when somebody comes and challenges their worldview and that gets their back up, they don't want to hear that. And they need to hear that. That's, I think, the biggest takeaway here. It's the people that are most offended that most need to hear this stuff. Coach is on the front lines of this fight. You know, it's a fight that we're seeing all throughout the country. Like, we're all part of this fight. And I hope that's what you take away from watching these broadcasts and following the hollers that you're on the front lines too. We need you to go and speak up at school boards, speak up at city council meetings, speak up at county commission meetings, and be a part of this fight. This is all part of the same thing. And Coach just happens to be bearing the brunt of it right now. But this is all part of the same thing. This is all a battle for hearts and minds. And everybody is in it. It includes conversations you have with the people around you, your Facebook groups. It includes your family. You know, we all need to speak up and have these conversations. Inch by inch, we're going to make this place a better place, a more inclusive place, a more tolerant place. Coach Hahn teaching these kids in Sullivan County about this stuff is a really important thing for him to be doing. And so I appreciate what he's doing. I appreciate you guys all following us. Keep following all the hollers and we'll see you soon. Tennessee. 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 Tennessee.